Hello, people. We're back for the second time in two days. Is it because we're both jobless? Or is it because the football is really good? Well, whichever reason it might be, some pretty funky things have been happening in the world of football. England are good. But they... No, 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 no. They're good. Actually good. Germany are not only relegated, they're bottlers. And Switzerland are a goal-hungry entertainment machine. Join us as we try to get our head around all that little lot. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we just, uh, just like we said in the intro, we just did a podcast last Sunday, so this is a little bit weird. It's not quite in the script, but there we go. Um, it's the Nations League. There's a script? There is, oh, there, well, Could you share it with me? It's like a metaphorical script. It's a script is of it life. it entirely in your head and you're not sharing it with me? Yeah, yeah, it but it's, it's operating. That's all you need to know. All right, sorry, all right. get back to your intro. Sorry, apologize Jesus, I mean, for come interrupting. On. It's going right. in a direction, and we're all still here. Just oh, this is my dog. Hello, dog. Yeah, dog. <laughs> you can, it's all right. I can the, do barking noises as well. The, See? The, do, the dog is also headed in a direction. It, um, it usually... It's just that no one else wants to go in that direction with him. <laughs> Ask it to take, take a step back. See what happens. I reckon the dog might it, freak out. He'll bite. He'll bite me if I do that. <laughs> Mate, football! All right, footballs! Mate, it's the Nations League. And it, it's, uh, it's something, I'll tell you what, it's, <laughs> what's kind of weird is that it's taken us until the last game of the group, of all these group stages, to really get excited about the Nations no, League. Mate, like, mate, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know, I'm as excited <laughs> as the dog is. The dog, the dog has heard you and is objecting to your nonsense. Because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I have endorsed nah. the Nations nah. League, loved the Nations League, <laughs> sung the Nations League theme tune. Uh, I have denounced the World Cup, the European Championships, uh, the Champions <laughs> League, um, Formula One. Anything else that's a competition of any kind is irrelevant in comparison <laughs> to the UEFA Nations League. Mate, even the United Nations, which is a similar... That's rubbish too. The only thing that matters... Is the UEFA Nations League? I've always thought it important, uh, and that has nothing to do with the fact that England have booked their place in a second semi final. <laughs> Mate, hey, in all in all seriousness, go on, go on. Look, is is the Nations League music starting to to pick, to pick you up a little bit now? Now that we've got, because I, I thought about it yesterday and I, I listened to it. The Nations League, you know, it kind of finishes like that, and I think I, I kind of was watching, re-watching some of the very early Champions League matches. I, I think I watched, uh, yesterday I just watched a, a, a video of, of, of Liverpool and Istanbul against AC Milan. And I was listening to the, to the Champions League music. And you know, you always, you start hearing players and everything talking about, oh, I get butterflies. I'm so excited about the Champions League music. You know, but it's taken a while for that to sort of pick up, right? Now, Long the time. Nations League... Yeah, yeah I don't know if we'll, we'll, we'll ever get there. Um, no. But as a format, mate, <laughs> what a f- I mean, in all seriousness, uh, after um, Croatia opened up the scoring uh, and then um, England equalised. How equalized, did you feel, mate? How did you feel that moment when, when they scored? 
Come on. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Let me have my All format right. point okay. and then we'll get to that. But on, then man. once it was one all, we were there in, in a situation of England score a goal to go through or don't score and get relegated. Mate, what other format have we ever seen where you can either be champions or relegated on one goal? Mate, the entire Premier League should, <laughs> should adopt this. And, ding, and we should dilly. Just... ding dilly, dong dilly. Ding, dilly. The whole thing is just a, it's a, it's a basket of fruit. That's what mate, it is. And mate, it's just What's nuts. the point in these 38-game seasons where you have the possibility of Aguero scoring a goal on the last day and that winning City the title? What if he hadn't scored it and they got relegated? Now, mate, <laughs> that is what the UEFA Nations League is teaching us. <laughs> is that the failure to win leagues should result in relegation. And, mate, and then once England had scored for 2-1, Croatia were then getting relegated... But if they score, they win. Mate, <laughs> it was fucking amazing. <laughs> it it really it. was. It's, uh, it, was, it was very unique. It's certainly not anything that we've fully sort of experienced before. I mean, the only thing I can think of is, is another format where there, there, are, there are four teams in a group, but like the World Cup or the European Cup or whatever. But instead of being relegated, you're out, right? So, I mean, and, and that's obviously pretty bad in that sense. But... Surely situations have happened like that before where all teams are on uh, not three points uh, in the old days they used to be because it was one point for for draw, three points for a win, two points for a win. I'm sure that there were situations like that before three points for a win. I I think, I think um, in World Cups and European Championships where you could win, lose or draw and then suddenly be in the next round or be out depending on 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 the goals but yeah no Mate, it, was, it was still lovely it was still lovely and now it you was. can you can quiz me on my reactions to, to england's <laughs> fantastic well, victory over well, world cup finalists and all-round all, bastards croatia <laughs> first of all uh, uh with for, for the listeners this is a little bit of a strange one for us because we Obviously, you know, we love covering the Premier League. That's really what we enjoy doing. And then, and then we'll delve. We'll delve. Mate, into, we were born uh, in the World was... Cup. That's where we were born. <laughs> That's very this true. podcast That's was very born true. from the primal energy of the World Cup. <laughs> very true. And it has continued into the Premier League. But we, we, we sometimes touch upon the MLS or we're going to Europe or we'll, you know, we'll try sort of different things and everything. But, but the, the Nations League, I don't think, it, it's almost come as a pleasant surprise, hasn't it? It's just... But, it's like a bonus. It's been a bonus. Single most you know? so, important tournament ever. All right, all right, all right. Enough of that. It's, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Uh, at the end of the um, uh, the playoffs and, and the Nations League final in Portugal next summer. That's, then we'll see what you're saying about it. But right now, I think, uh, yeah, we, we, we've got to enjoy everything that's happened. So just to quickly recap, we've had to, a number of games uh, uh, and it's, it's, all the groups uh, have now finished. All the, the last ties have all been completed. And we have our four finalists uh, to take part in the semifinals in Portugal next summer. And which is also really lovely because 2019, that wouldn't have had any international football whatsoever over the summer, right? We would have been a bit screwed. Oh, now it's we've got, horrible. Mate, it's horrible when you have one of those footballer summers. Oh, it's true. It's true. It's that. the odd oh. number, isn't it? Hey, the <laughs> UEFA Nations League is just writing every wrong. 
<laughs> so, mate, so we'll go straight into the first and, uh, and, and most important game. Obviously, uh, uh, it wasn't last night. It was two nights ago. But what a fantastic uh, uh, performance and what a fantastic match. Um, well, let's talk about performance. We'll talk about the match in itself as a match, as an entity. England 2, Croatia 1 at Wembley. England have qualified as one of the four teams to go through to the, cha- to, to the UEFA Nations League final alongside Portugal, who had already qualified like ages ago or something. Uh, Stop, plus, shut um, up, move on. <laughs> and they are now going to be joined uh, by uh, none other than Switzerland, who we will talk quickly about a little bit later on, and the Netherlands, who we will also talk a little bit more about later on with a little bit of gusto and happiness. But first and foremost, let's crack on with England. Mate, England 2, Croatia 1. Uh, you, you go first. I'm going to let you go first on this one and I'll come in a second. And, and, and Mate, let me, give you, let me give you the narrative of the game in such a way that you won't need to respond to my giving <laughs> of the narrative. Go on then. Um, <clears throat> England open prestigious UEFA Nations League game against horrible bastard team that knocked us out of World Cup full of perjurers and and people with strange names. And uh, for the first 45 minutes, we deliver a mighty whooping that sees... uh, (laughs) Sees the game at a fairly distraughtly 0-0 due entirely to the fact that Sir Harold Edward of Kane, to give him his <laughs> title, seemed to have picked up um, finishing lessons from Raheem Sterling, uh, which was really quite unfortunate. Uh, we go in half-time nil alls. And then, quite predictably, Croatia score one of the worst goals We've seen <laughs> since the Paul Pogba against Australia in the World Cup goal. Oh, that's mean, quite a call. That's quite I a call. I mean, it wasn't as okay. bad as that okay. goal. That goal is a worse goal. But And there was another one recently that I was complaining about how bad a goal it was. But this was an awful goal. Uh, <laughs> it was First, it, it, came away from a, it came from a mistake in the midfield. And then Kramaric, he trips and he chops and he backwards and forwards and then it half deflects off Eric Dyer and floats over in that mate I hate a deflected shot that floats in the top corner they are the worst <laughs> and then um, England looked kind of down and out they were relegated Croatia were marching through somehow before uh, you know the majestic wonderness the, the bastion of light <laughs> it is Sir Harold Edward of Kane Turn the game on his head single-handedly with two touches. One, a kind of half-fumbled miss. Oh, shit. Ah, ooh, where is it going? Stroke. Beautiful cutting pass to Jesse Lingard. And uh, the second was uh, a predatory striker's instinctive finish into the bottom corner to send Wembley into raptures. Mate, we were quite lucky. We won it with a long throw-in and a, and a free kick. <laughs> Now that's where uh, which sort of direction I'm going on. All right, okay. Have you? Have, are you done? Are you, oh yeah, there was you... a bit more at the end, but um, <laughs> essentially, essentially England won. Um, mate, I thought it was weird because because first half we were better than them, and still, if you look at the stats at the end of the game, 63% possession. I'm sorry, Croatia, and I'm sorry, Luka Modric. I'm saying I'm sorry in that way that French people say they're sorry, where they don't mean it. 
They just start the <laughs> sentence with, I'm sorry, but. So I'm doing that now. Luka Modric, who said after the game that he thought Croatia were the better side. Look, love, if you concede 63% possession to England, you're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't deserve I like, to do I, I like this because this is off the you you on the tail of of basically what would you say fifty years of hurt uh, uh, for the England. I'm not that team. old. I, I think I'm like you know. six. No, but you took on the mantle, mate. You took it on. No, no have, I'm not having you... those other people's pain. Thank you. I'll just <laughs> <take> my own. <laughs> the truth. The truth is, like with uh, with uh, you know, you you can talk about possession, and I, 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 there is one pointer i'm gonna go with you on this one and that is i thought this was i was very i was surprised i was surprised i i thought it was a, a very good england performance one of the best if not the best since watching them as a kid during italia 90 all right so now Mate, I, I what are you talking about panama england six panama one come on <laughs> shut up mate no, i'm sorry i'm not giving you that at all all right. I have, no, I have no, love, of that. no love train crap. No way. Sorry. I'm not giving you that at all. Deflected Harry Kane off his Join ankle us. in for his hat Start trick. A love train. Nah, not love having any of that. Okay. Mate, it was a good performance. It was a good performance. But I'll tell you what, and I'm sorry to, to, to derail you on this one. It wasn't that great. No. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Delph was good. All right. I loved him. I thought he was very, very good. I thought Dyer was was good. I thought he played extremely well. I thought the atmosphere was good. Now, this is through the spectacles of a non-England, non-real England supporter, because I've got Portugal on my other sleeve type thing. Uh, and I'm just thinking, like, I don't want you to get too, too far ahead of yourself. I thought England were, were playing against a Croatia team. Now, I'm going to come, I'm going to bat for Croatia here. Croatia are not actually that good as well. They look tired. They come. They're, they're Mate, off they the always of, of look very, tired. They tired yeah. themselves all the way to a World Cup final. It's true. It's true. Uh, they've, they've come off the back of of that uh, draining three two win against Spain just like three four days ago. And don't forget that they also lost six nil to Spain as well. They got a good old whooping. This game was at Wembley. You should expect England to win on on a game like this, wouldn't you? Under normal circumstances, plus. Croatia had no Rakitic, no Subasic, and instead they had that flappy Kalinic in goal. That goalkeeper was terrible, flapping around all over the place with nothing, uh, nothing going. It was just it was ridiculous. And, Fuck you and, still, and your realism. And, <laughs> and still England went behind 1-0. You know what I mean? I mean, you guys, and it was a throw-in and a set piece. That's how you got it. What does that tell me? That tells me you've got no finishing power whatsoever. You're very good at playing the ball around the back. Pickford will pick it up, and 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 granted, or not, this or is, Pickford won't it, pick it up. Oh, on that remember because Pickford will use his chest. Yeah, to do that bizarre was cool. things. I, lo mate, I love that. Mate, <laughs> tell me now, tell me now that you don't have an emotional soft spot for pickers. I, he is I do a now. lot of fun. I do. He is, he is a, a lot, lot of fun, fun. isn't he? <laughs> Get the rave on. Get the rave on, mate. I thought. I thought Kyle Walker made some ridiculous mistakes, yet also played uh, with a little bit more authority than usual. Welcome but, to the conundrum uh, that is Kyle Walker. <laughs> he does do it to you, doesn't he? <laughs> and and I, I just thought, like, look, I really, 
I do. I know it's, I sound like I'm being re realistic and trying to bring everything down, but I just don't want England to get ahead of themselves. And I hope Southgate comes and, and brings everybody back down to earth again, because the, the last thing we want is all this false realism, this false kind of expectations, thinking that you're going to be amazing when you're not. And I'm not saying you're not going to be. I think England can be. And Gareth Southgate has, is definitely going the right way to making sure that they come out with this new style of play, uh, which is alien to, to England, it has been for the last 30, 40 years, which is playing out from the back. But, mate, that's what everybody else on the continent's been doing for years and years and years. You've got a lot of catching up to do now. And it's all about how you finish your chances off. I mean, Croatia did that themselves, even with this crappy goalkeeper, even with, with Subasic out. They have the Kalinic in there and he was terrible. They were still playing it out from the back. That's just how they, that's just how they play and how they have been playing for a while. So. Oi, oi. <laughs> our, our, our fourth score got there by beating uh, the worst Italian team in a generation. Granted. And a Poland team have given up. So Granted. Granted. Screw you and, in your realism. And Who wants to live in, in realism, mate? Uh, and it made me it made me think as well about the 2016 European Championships, of which we we won, by the way. Uh, uh, the European like we got there playing, ugh, you know, mechanical football. I would call it, you know, robotically I'd call defensive it shit football. <laughs> it was pretty shit. It was pretty shit. But I'd we got call the it job cows done. mark football. Yeah, no, and and look, I'm with you. Look, it just proves that you can play shit and you can still win. So well done, England, uh, on that front. Um, no, we played hell and won. We just I'm kidding. won with I'm two kidding. shitty moments. It's very true, actually. Look, uh, um, this is just weird, I guess, for me as well. Like, I just feel strange watching England. That was one of the best performances. I thought that was better than the Spain performance. Like, I think the Spain performance in the first half was all about hitting them on the break. They got a couple of chances. They scored every single one of them. They did really, really well. But, like, when you look at the second half, you know, they were hanging on there and, and they didn't play great uh they kept trying to play their games but like ugh, they just couldn't get it um and mate look uh, look here's here's another horrible one your the, the equalizer was this long throw by gomez and if you have a look at the the replay gomez's feet are right in the pitch mate it's a foul throw so that should have been oh, disallowed mate, i mate. don't want to live in a world where people <laughs> Worry about foul throws. <laughs> oh, like it makes a difference. May all credit to Jurgen Klopp and his and his throw coach. Oh, uh, that's true. Who's yeah. clearly who's clearly got uh, Joe Gomez, who mate is one of the finds of um, finds of the post World Cup. But one of the encouraging things about this England team is it not that during that match, Chilwell didn't play in the World Cup, Gomez didn't play in the World Cup, Delph. Barely played in the World Cup. Uh, Rashford was a substitute for most of the World Cup. The teams evolved. Sancho came on and looked good. The team has continued to evolve. It's the Benjamin Button of football teams, mate. It's getting younger. Next week, <laughs> twelve-year-olds playing. I predict when we beat Portugal in Portugal in the final of the most important competition it's ever been, there's going to be like seven <laughs> and eight-year-olds. Man, I thought I, I I was impressed. I did like the performance. I did think it was good. Uh, I watched, I first watched the extended highlights and then I watched the whole match again when I got home after work uh, and, and watched it. And I thought it, that, 
I, it was it was definitely more impressive than I have seen. But I'm just saying, uh, I don't think anyone fears you just yet. So um, that's all. That's all. I'm just you know putting it out there. Sorry, buddy. Um, Mate, but the teams that we do fear, the teams that you know we always have been afraid of, i.e., the world champions, and then um, Germany. Have, yep. have gone out to what's supposed to be the worst Dutch team of a generation. So very, no one very no true. fear anyone. And, you and, and your fear and your evil and yeah, your yeah, realism. Not... Bring everybody down. <laughs> it does bring, bring me on to a question that, I, that I've been meaning to ask you as well. Who are the best footballing nation in the world right now? England. Catch your moment, that's enough. No. <laughs> Who, like, I, because I, I think about it, France, they're the world champions at the moment. They came in, they played with one of the youngest teams in the world. Did they play good football? I don't think they played that good football. And they're actually being, they've been found out by the Netherlands and uh, uh, by Germany and by, you know, Germany. What about Germany? Jesus, they're crap. You know, they're yeah, I think, really no good. I think France, I think France have one of the best teams, but one of the worst coaches. There you go. That's his stupid teeth. Yeah, that's that's why. Anyway, uh, sorry. As soon as as soon as the the talk of teeth comes in, I just I just freeze, you know, in time and space. Uh, yeah, I would be saying, yeah, absolutely. I I, I think that Germany, obviously, are in a, uh, sorry, France are, are are not. They do. They have lots of very fine individual football players, but you know, gelling them together as a team can be difficult. Uh, this is somewhere where Gareth, uh, you know, Southgate has has gone and done really really good work i think so uh, so it is very very good mate it's uh, uh speaking of chillwell uh, chillwell's hair can you just answer me that like what's going on there he's got what's what's that it's just like did he just dump his head into a tub of of wax just before he went onto the mat onto the pitch i mean yes i like oh right okay all right yeah that's what he's because that's that's what it looks like. Okay, it's a fair big enough. bowl, and, and Chillers just walks up to it, sticks his head in it, and goes, ready. And ready. Off it goes. Slicks it back. Here we Mate, go. Mate, we've done all of this without Slabhead. That's true as well, and without Henderson as well, which I think is actually Oh, fuck good. Henderson, no one cares. Exactly. Yeah, Slabhead's gone. Bring back yeah. Slabbers. He will come back, though. Slabber will come instead Love of... Slabbers. Ooh, instead of who? Stones no, made a few Gomez mistakes. Gomez and Stones are really good. No, Stones, Stones and Gomez are the future of that, of the back two. We'll have Slabbers in the squad for morale um, and love train purposes. <laughs> All right, okay. So no Slabbers. Mate, Leicester uh, falling uh, uh, down the pecking order for England. Uh, well, no, Chilwell's in, isn't Chilwell. it? Yeah, yeah, apart from Chilwell. Yeah, so, and, and, and that's... Because Vardy now gone, slab it out. You know what's uh, what's going on? It's not. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not happening. Um, yeah, and uh, no, no holy socks for uh, uh, for Walker this time. So uh, I don't, do you reckon Gareth put his foot down on that one? Or they just bought him new socks? Nah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So <laughs> his old socks. Mate, look at your old socks. Time for a change. Here you go. Oh, thanks, Gov. Mm. Wait, uh, very good. Look, I, I think, uh, uh, yeah, England are in the semi-finals. I guess that's all, all that matters. Another semi-final, a second semi-final. And a lot of people are talking about uh, uh, this being England's, 
uh, best ever year uh, in in terms of uh, in terms of football. Would you agree? Do you think this is uh, no? We the won best... the World Cup in nineteen sixty six because that's the best year. All right, all right. Stupid since question. Then, move on. Since then, for God's sake, because we all know that you know you, you guys cheated during that one as well. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, just up? since then. What's up <laughs> with you today? Mate, that, that ball never went over the line. But anyway, to make it 3-2, it would have stayed 2-all and probably gone the penalties in Germany would have won. Uh, but um, you got There weren't the even referee. penalties in 1966. They just played until someone died. <laughs> that's, was that how it was? It could well be yes. that's how it was. All right, that's how okay. it <laughs> All right, mate, let's take a, a little bit of a breather unless there's anything else about the match that you think... No, is... you'll just ruin my mood with more of your... Realism. I, I, have, I really have, haven't I? I'm such a bastard. Yeah. Sorry about you that. Are. <laughs> All right, let's take a bit, a bit of a break. And when we come back, we'll uh, wrap up with the rest of the, uh, uh, the teams that made it through to the semi-finals of the Nations League. These two secretly hate each other. Little do they know that I hate them almost as much as I hate this podcast. When will this ever end? Not now, cos it's part two. Welcome back to part two, part deux, or as I said the other day, it's part deux. Not boys, but deux with a D. What's it? What is it uh, in Dutch? Uh, <laughs> Eins, zwei? No, because that's no. German, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No idea, actually. How embarrassing. I have no idea what two or one or any, any number is in Dutch. Uh, yeah, you got me. Uh, but I do love them. I love, I love Holland. I love the Netherlands. I love you the La Laranja Mecanica. I would have to say that they're sort of my second-ish kind of team. It fluctuates, though. That might not be the case in, in a week's time. Who knows? Uh, but uh, such is... The, the way the international football goes. Uh, but, mate, it is at the moment, and I am very keen uh, to talk about the Netherlands, who are joining England and Portugal in next year's semi-final of the Nations League because they drew two all against Germany in Germany. And, mate, what, what a match. What an absolute match. This what a, game what was... a stonking match. And, mate, I hate to say this, Germany were unlucky. I mean, Germany were kind of desperately unlucky. Should have scored a third. Uh, yes. I thought Werner's goal, the opening goal, was a lovely goal. Very nice, I th- yes. I thought Sane, uh, Sane's goal was all right. It took a bit of a deflection, but Sane played very well. Yes. I thought uh, Germany looked young, fresh, exciting and attacking. And, <clears throat> you know, at 2-0, you were just expecting them to win and they constantly looked like they were going to score the third and they missed chances and had things not quite go their way. And then suddenly out of nowhere, the Netherlands um, did some stuff. Yeah. Well, they crept back into it from about 60, 70 minutes on. It's, it was, it was strange. To me, it felt like the Netherlands wanted to play a certain brand of game, a certain type of game, which was patient build up from the back uh, uh, like it is with so many teams nowadays. Um, and it just wasn't working, but they just didn't seem to have a plan B until that plan A worked. And uh, it, it's, but it, it took them till the 85th minute. So it, they're 2-0 down. They've got it in their hands. All they need is a 2 all draw. 
uh, and they're 2-0 down with five minutes to go. And um, up pops Prom, Proms. I, I, now it's, I can't pronounce his name very well. Prom, Promes? Promes? Uh, uh, with a wonderful shot from the edge of the box that did not look like it was going to go in at all. Um, and it, it rocketed in. Rocketed in. And uh, I thought that was, a, that was an impressive goal to bring it back to 2-1. Um, and, and mate, I was texting you at the time when this was all happening as well. And actually, I was on the train, so I watched the last 10 minutes and I watched that first goal. And then afterwards, uh, uh, suddenly, um, uh, uh, Ronald Koeman decides to put Virgil van Dijk up front. Literally, he's a striker. They're playing with three at the back uh, and van Dijk has gone up as a, uh, uh, as a striker up the pitch. And mate, it paid off. It absolutely paid off because they they launched across into the box. There was no marking whatsoever, and uh, and it, it sort of it took a little bit of a deflection, and then uh, Van Dyke volleyed it in. Uh, Lovely it was, finish. It, it, it was a beautiful finish, absolutely. And then that was it. And it, it was like you sort of felt like Germany still had. Um, five minutes of extra time to, to sort of salvage something, but they didn't really seem like they, you know, they were very interested in doing it, you know? It, it almost half felt like, you know, and that's totally Germany's fault. And I think, I think Yorgi should go, man. I think he should really go because, uh, you know, we're 10 minutes to go at the end of the time, at the end of the match, and you're right. They should have been 3-0 up. They should have put that to bed ages ago, but they didn't, you know? That's just, uh, um, that's the way Germany are at the moment. Yeah. It was a it was a lovely game, very very entertaining to watch. Lovely football played by both teams. Memphis Depay appears to be the player that Manchester United spent all that money on. Yes, um, it, he is and was. <laughs> he was and now wasn't and now maybe again. It was very entertaining. Goes forward strong, kind of one of those players that is almost scary when he gets on the ball and you you watch him run around a bit. Uh, mate, he, I mean, if he plays that well, he's not going to stay at Leon very long. He'll go back to Manchester United and Jose Mourinho can ruin him all over again. <laughs> but he's been sold, hasn't he? He's not on loan. It's not like Man United could just can bring him back no. at the end of the season or something. He's well, they might, have a first, they might have a buyback option, might they? But still, yeah, possibly. yes, you're right. Um, I, I, I think he's... Yeah, look, I mean, you know, <laughs> if we go through a list of, of players that Mourinho has ruined... Uh, throughout his career, this I think it's one of the longest lists that we could probably pull up compared to uh, other managers. Um, it's uh, you know uh, you do or you don't. Yeah, uh, uh, with with Mourinho, it's one of those, isn't he? He's very strong with that. It's the same with Guardiola as well. You know, there's been a number of football players who have come out publicly and said, you know, that Guardiola has ousted them from the from the football teams. Uh, you know, famously recently, obviously Joe Hart uh, uh, straight out, but Ronaldinho Ibrahimovic. Um, there was uh, a, a, a very tall uh, Nordic defender as well uh, uh, who joined Barcelona in the very early days, and and he lasted like two games or something as well. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it, but it's the story of every manager and every sort of footballing team. You know, you either get on with the manager or you don't. And if you do, you're in. If you're out, you don't, you're out. And then, and, uh, and, and, and that's it. So um, I don't think Depay should come back to Man United, not whilst Mourinho's there, because obviously they just don't get on. So, um, yeah, but he was, he was very, very good. And once again, I was very impressed with, uh, with De Jong as well. I'm Which one? Sing Frankie. 
Frankie, Mate, but uh, what about yeah. a five-a-side match between the De Jongs and the Silvers? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that is genius. I love that. There's at least, yeah, there's got to be at least five, five De Jongs, surely out there. We know there's five Silvers. We've got Silvers. Luke De Jong. We've got uh, Nigel De Jong, who yep. we established is still playing, albeit in guitar. So we've got Nigel, yep. Luke, Siem, this one that you like now, Frankie. And so that's four De Jongs. Yep. We, probably, we could probably find another. Luke De Jong. Did I say him already? We'll find a De Jong from somewhere. And then the Silvers, we've got Bernie, Davey, uh, Andre. Uh, who else we got? Marco's a manager, isn't he? Can we have him? Adrian. Marco, yeah, could do. Adrian, yes. Adrian Silver Adrian, as well. Yeah. Adrian, there's an Andre and an Adrian, isn't there? Yes. And a Bernie and a Davey. Well, maybe it's a four-a-side thing. Mate, I still, I still, <laughs> I still, I think my money's on the bushes. Oh, mate, I think so too. I think it's going to be the bushes. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it pro- probably I wouldn't be surprised. Mate, it's a, it's a genius idea. I love it. Five-a-side, bring it on. Managed by Silver uh, there on one side, uh, uh, of course. Uh, Nigel no, Tion to be player manager. Player manager, there we go. Assistant player manager coach. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> Mate, genius. Great stuff. And so uh, uh, the Netherlands uh, join with a wonderful football match. Uh, and talking of wonderful football matches, mate, Switzerland versus Belgium is our last match. And we'll wrap Surely up with this one. Surely that was dull. <laughs> Isn't that? I think that's what we sort of said very quickly beforehand, or at least I did, I think. Uh, I think you said, actually, no, it's very exciting, but I said it was going to be dull. Mate, it was anything but. An absolutely fantastic match. Absolutely. Madness of a game. Belgium were in pole position to, to, to take... Uh, to take this match and go through to the next round. Uh, um, three points uh, uh, ahead of them. They needed to lose by a goal difference of two, I, I believe. So uh, <laughs> uh, uh, two nil, three, one, four, two, whatever. They needed to lose so by a goal difference So what you're telling me, what you're telling me is that when Hazard scored two, no, not that Hazard, the other one, scored yep. two, effectively Belgium were three nil up. Because they had to lose by a score of two. So effectively, they had a three-goal right. cushion. And yep. they still lost. And they still lost. <laughs> wow. It was, it was incredible. Absolutely. Mate, yeah, uh, first surprise, it wasn't Eden. It was Torsten. Torgen. Torgen Hazard. Torgen Hazard. Yeah, that was him. Monsieur Le Torgen. It was. It was Torgen Hazard. He got two... I think he got his second and third ever uh, uh, Belgium uh, uh, goals. Um, and, uh, and they were very well taken goals as well. And, you know, you, you look at S- Switzerland in that position and you think, you know, now they need four goals to progress. Surely it's over. You know, there's no chance at all. Mate, we were wrong. Switzerland, came, wrong. Switzerland came back and scored five. <laughs> Unbelievable scenes uh, in, uh, in, in, in Switzerland and uh, unbelievable, uh, really, everything that happened. It was just a fantastic uh, uh, performance. They were actually, they got back to two all pr- pretty quickly, actually, and I believe went into halftime 3-2 up. Uh, coming into the second half, 
they needed obviously just the one more. So uh, motivation was already extremely strong. They scored two more, you know, not only one, but two. Uh, Shakiri once again playing extremely well. Um, one thing I did notice in the crowd there was there was a lot of this. Uh, there was a lot of the the the, the double. Uh, the the double eagle celebration from a lot a lot of fans in the crowd there, which I thought was not, uh, uh, you know, it seems to have picked up a lot now. And uh, uh, cameramen try to cut away from them whenever they do it. And oh god, they've started something now, haven't they? So, um, but yeah, um, uh, amazing stuff, really. And uh, congratulations to Switzerland, I guess. Um, I don't know, yeah. Um, what I think one of the things I really enjoyed seeing was Thibaut Courtois' face. After each goal went in, <laughs> this is a man who's had a really bad time of it. If we look at the last, um, uh, let's just say six months uh, since he won the Golden Glove at the World Cup, mate, his life's just gone downhill. It's just been an absolute shitstorm for the bloke, hasn't it? Really? Well, I should imagine he got a rather large amount of money from uh, moving to Real Madrid. Hmm. Yes, yes, he would have done. Um, but what you know, even with Perez now ousting Lopetegui, it's just like I'm. I still can't see if Courtois is going to get in. He must. He must get in. Uh, and a lot of the talk of, about Real Madrid just veering a little bit, of course, is that Solari is is. Uh, Solari. Uh, pe- Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Solari is Perez is. Uh, um, um, sort of deliverer of of team sheets. Uh, uh, basically, he just does whatever Perez says. I don't know whether that's true uh, or not, but that is the word coming out uh, uh, coming out of the camp by the looks of things. So, it's worked. Uh, uh, yeah, they're they're on it. They're flying. You know, so uh, maybe it should be Perez who picks the team every time. All right. Yes. Good. So um, next year, two thousand nineteen, mate. It's it's not been decided as yet, has it? We were discussing this this morning before this podcast. We don't have the no draw. idea. The draw, yeah, yeah. Don't know no. when the draw is going to happen. It could be, but but here are some of the permutations. <laughs> really quite easy because there's only four teams involved. Mate, England could uh-huh. play Portugal. Mate, mate, the thing is, and uh, I can confirm to anyone who's listening who might be wondering, I can confirm that there is indeed a third, fourth playoff. Why on earth we need a third, fourth player? I don't know. But everyone knows that Jason and I love an irrelevant match. Um, <laughs> it's what we get excited about. It's what we cover in more depth than anybody else dare do. Um, so I'm really legitimately hoping that we get drawn against each other in the third, fourth playoff, because that's the only way that game becomes interesting to me, is if it's <laughs> against you. And the only way that we're not going to get each other's throats as well, right? Because it's not going to be a very nice podcast, I think. Um, no, if I, I, in either of the semis or the final, no. I mean, you just saw how heated it got when you when you pissed on my England in the semis fire <laughs> just, what, 20 minutes ago. Uh, imagine if we're actually playing against each other. Uh, we should finally live up to our promise and, and live stream a match and see if we can break the record for most expletives during... <laughs> it would not be too much of a bad idea and um, um I, I think that um it's 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 a very real possibility of course there's a possibility that it may never happen of course but it is a very real possibility and 
Portugal have obviously come off come off best uh, in recent encounters uh, against uh, against England. So it's almost like you owe us, really. And I think. It, Look at you! Yeah. Look at you Ooh. amping it up before it's even been drawn. <laughs> Mate, let's not let's You're not getting your digs in really early. Let's no, no, I'm not at all. I'm trying to soften it for the future because I don't want to damage our wonderful relationship that we. What wonderful relationship? <laughs> Bring on the war! <laughs> it's gonna be hell. Not only during the matches themselves, but the run-ups to it. Mate, can you imagine that? Even the run-ups to it. Oh, it's just gonna. We'll, we we might even do a a uh, sort of player versus player on the pitch, you know, thing going on. You know, Bernie Silver. You know, who's he going to be up against? Carl Walker, mate. Man City. Oh. I, I think it'll just be so many expletives that you'd have to spot the non-expletive during the commentary. <laughs> it's a very real possibility, and mate, if it happens in the final, mate. Oh my God! Like if we if we're drawn, let's just oh, say. Mate. Yeah. Portugal okay? versus Portugal in Portugal. in Portugal. Harry Kane with a penalty smacks <laughs> in the top corner. Oh, mate! There's 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 things kicking off in my brain. You don't want to know about. Oh. No, no, no! I want them to kick Love off in it. your brain. I want them. I want them. Let let's just let full pelt, mate. Full pelt. Maybe we'll do a live a live YouTube stream or something uh, with with the two of us with reactions, you know, like uh, club fans, club tastic, fan t- fan fan zone type thing. We'll see what we can do. Um, to to everyone who 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 is is interested, uh, which I know is not many, uh, Dave is actually moving to Spain next year anyway. So this this year, in fact, aren't you? So uh, yes. uh, you're moving moving to Barcelona. So you'll be a stone's throw away from uh, from Portugal. Mate, I'll try and put it on my radar. I'll try and see if we can if we can make it back, um, uh, me and the family, for next year, and we'll see if uh, see if we can get tickets for Let's the do final. It. Let's do it. Do <laughs> it. All right, everyone. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will be back with you possibly, I think, on Friday, won't we? Because we need to we need to start looking at uh, at this week's Premier League uh, uh, Premier League encounters. Tottenham are playing Chelsea, so we should. Oh, let's do it. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, Once again, from me, uh, Jason over here um, and from Dave over there on the other side of the pond. Mate, what do people need to do? They need to um, uh, subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and um, and also uh, do a backflip. Indeed. Uh, Backflip it away. Backflip it away. Thanks again, everyone. Bye bye. Bye, everybody. (laughs) 